Welcome back, everyday business leaders. I'm Melanie Ake, your host for the show today from JP the Geek Studio here in Greenwood. We're thrilled to have you with us. We have a great show. Kelly Russell from Artisan Auctions. Wait, she's a business leader, but she's also going to teach you about innovation and growth like you've never thought about it before. Remember to subscribe to our channel. Remember that because we don't want you to miss this show especially. We are talking about business innovation and inspirational leaders. And Kelly Russell, I am so excited that you are here today. I'm so excited to be here. This is awesome. You put the fun in fundraising. I try to. I really do. I try. I try to do that. I've been in a lot of businesses, and sometimes it was in the funeral business, and we had to put the fun in oh, funeral, yeah. right? Yeah. But that's is... not as, as easy to do all the time. <laughs> that it's is a little, little easier with fundraising, I think, maybe. It is not. I have watched you in action, though, and so I love doing this show because it is about business leaders today and the things that we get to do to help people get better with their businesses and their communities. And so when nonprofits come together and they say, hey, we have a vision, we have a plan, and we mm -hmm. have a heart to serve, that's where we get to have you step in <laughs> and help us create that dream yeah. what we see. Um, so I met you in the ABO group in Lafayette, the Association of Women Business Owners. I love that group. Every single woman is so passionate. Yeah, and are. I was like, Kelly Russell, what do you do? And so Right. I want you to tell us, like, you're not just a fundraiser. You're an actual auctioneer. Well, yeah, I'm I'm a fundraising auctioneer or a fundraising host. I am also a benefit auctioneer. There's lots of titles. Um, I, I also tell people that I'm a strategic consultant because I think that's a really important key piece that you can actually achieve that and, and make it happen. So I think it's really important to, to tie in the fact that I'm also a strategic consultant as well. So I do have a lot of fun, though, with the auctions. That's, that's the fun part, getting on stage doing the auction, that's the great fun of events, but all the work that leads up to it is what makes it successful. Mm -hmm. How did you get this idea? You know, a lot of us grow up and say, oh, I wanna be a nurse or a doctor or a lawyer or a vet. Like, okay, how did you say, I wanna be an auctioneer? Yeah, um, that's a really great question because it doesn't just normally doesn't happen for most people. I mean, there are second generation, third generation, fourth generation auctioneers. I am not one of those. Uh, I would definitely be a first generation auctioneer, and I don't know that there will be a second in my line, but that's okay. Uh, but what I do, what the reason I became an auctioneer is because I went to an event. I went to an event. I was helping as um, I was helping on the catering staff. Actually, <laughs> I was like, "Let me bring some plates of food out." Um, and I was on the catering staff, and I was watching this event, and I was like, "This is incredible!" I'm like holding food, and I'm watching what's going on on the stage, and I was like, "Well, that looks fun." And I was like, "Oh, I got to serve food." So uh, I got distracted. That's <laughs> what I did. Sounds like but, my job as a waitress. <laughs> you know, I, I got distracted really fast. It's one of those things that happens. But um, I went up to the auctioneer afterwards. He was raising money for a nonprofit. I went up to him and I said, how do I get to be one of your helpers out there that's going, yep, yo, hey, you know, and he said, oh, well, you seem like you're a fascinating person. And I said, I am extremely fascinating. Thank you for noticing. <laughs> so uh, I went and I chatted with him a bit and learned a little bit about what he was doing. So I started out as what we call a bid assistant, which are the people that stand in the front of the room and are an extension of the auctioneer. And they go, yep, 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 yep. And they got alert. that one, got that one, yeah, got that they alert. one. Yeah, they alert the auctioneer that there's hey there's bidder over here um and so i that's what i was doing i was working as a bid assistant for a while 
And I had so much fun with that. <laughs> it was so fun. But you get to interact with people, and I loved it. And this particular auctioneer leaned over to me one day and said, you know, I know you have a background in music and theater. You'd probably make a really great auctioneer. And I don't know about you, but when someone says you'd probably be really good at something, I think that's a key time to investigate what they just suggested. Mm -hmm. So I uh, learned more about the auctioneering world. I called some auctioneers. I talked to people. And I learned that there are schools across the country for auctioneering. So I went to one of them, and I thought, okay, this will be interesting. It's an eight-day course, friends. Eight days. Eight. That's all it took. I went to Colorado. I was in Denver, took an eight-day course, met a ton of amazing people who to this day I'm still very good friends with. And I learned how to do that auction chant that you hear. And uh, after I learned how to do that, I was like, all right, I'm going to go out in the world and I'm going to make this happen. And that was almost 20 years ago. Wow. Yeah. Okay, so let's hear it. Let's hear it. Let's hear it. All right, here we go. (laughs) Everyone always wants to hear it. Here we go. Let's go. It's 500 to bin now, 750 to bin now, 1,000, 1,000 to bin now, 1,250, 1,250, 15, 17, 2,000. What do you say? And 2,025. What do you say? Of course, 25, 3,000. Yeah, it's very fun. So we, we get to have the fun of rolling into that chant mm-hmm. and uh, and playing around. So I have a good time with that. And I think it's fun when you're upbeat and, and keeping it playful for your audience. Because benefit auctions are very different from most other types of auctions. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, here's the thing, right? So you're you're connected to causes. And yes. that's what I love about mm-hmm. you. And a lot of people talk about, oh, we're having this auction and we're going to have this benefit or this fundraising, this gala, and we're going to bring a celebrity in. And I think, <laughs> okay, Kelly's a celebrity that you don't know that you definitely know that you want for this piece of whatever it is, this, this auction, this fundraising event, because you are specialized mm-hmm. Just like what we talked about a little bit ago. Like yeah. if you're going to go to get your knee fixed, you're not going to go to a heart doctor. Right? Well, I mean, you can, but <laughs> you're probably you, not going to get the best your outcome. Your knee might not work as well as you want it to. <laughs> but, but it's specialized. And that's yeah. what I, I want to educate people today because the things that I've seen you do in action are raise a lot of money for great causes. Yeah. And it's not just about, hey, let's get people in the room and, and raise your paddle. It's I want to help you understand the journey. And Mm -hmm. so you really, when you talk about being this consultant as a strategy partner, you go in and find out what the the organization wants to do. Mm -hmm. And then how are we going to get there? But what's the heart of the organization? That's what I've seen you do the best. Well, I think there's one thing that's really important to note. And, and, you know, when we say there's lots of different kinds of auctioneers and there's lots of different kinds of doctors, I always say commercial auctioneers move stuff. But benefit auctioneers move people. Mm -hmm. So we're all about the cause. We're all about making sure that we are connecting on a level with our audience. And we're connected. We have to be ambassadors on that stage. We have to speak the language Mm -hmm. of the organization and make sure that it is what the audience will digest and understand. Because if you get up there and you just start ripping through an auction, you can feel like you're just not connected. And if you get that up there on stage, and you get that, okay, we've got this person, they were cheap, we just decided to go with them. You may make some money, but if you can connect people throughout the entire night to the organization, you're going to have far more success and you're going to have people who are interested in coming back next year. Mm-hmm. Because, you know, if you, if, you, if you speak the language and you speak the lingo of the audience and they understand that and they feel connected and they feel seen, because people go to auctions because they want to be seen, friends. It's a thing. <laughs> it's true. Uh, there's a little bit of ego, right? That's right. I want to pick bit, up my number. Right? right. And I want to hold it up in the air and mm-hmm. I want people to see me holding it up in the air and, and seeing that I am a contributor in my community. There's a little bit of an ego in, in you know, bidding, but... 
there's nothing wrong with that either. You know, we we want people to be seen as as leaders in the community, and you can be a leader as a, a lead donor. You can be a leader in many many ways. So. It's a good thing. It's not a bad thing. It should be celebrated. It's a great thing. Talk to me about the live auction versus the silent auctions. (laughs) Well, how long do we have? (laughs) Um, I I would say, you know, traditionally you're going to have a live auction is going to bring in more money than a silent auction. Uh, The live auction is usually, you know, obviously it's upbeat. It's fun. Silent auction does not mean you have to be silent, friends. You can talk during the silent auction. Uh, Nowadays, a lot of people do online auctions instead Mm -hmm. of silent auctions. They put all their items online early and they they make them available like a week before the event to kind of garner energy and rev people up for for the live auction on night of. So they come in and do their final bids and go into a live auction. But really, 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 really Talk to us about the real strategy. Come on. Really truthfully, really truthfully, <laughs> where you're going to make the most money is when what I call the special appeal. The special appeal is the connection of heart, right? It's the moment where we ask everyone to put their competitive bidding aside and come together collectively to give to the organization. And that's where you have someone showcase their story of the great work that this organization did for them so that their life could be better. And they they get that moment uh, to share their story, oftentimes with a video, with a video, with a video. It's the best way to go. Get a videographer, do a video. Uh, so you get that video that plays, and then they come up on the stage, and they're a part of the event, and they say, that's my story. And usually the crowd goes absolutely wild with applause. That's their way to say, if I could run to the stage and give you a hug, I would. Uh, but they, they connect. They connect with the heart of this individual, and they connect with the heart of the event. And when that happens... When they're connected like that, that's when that's when the money comes in in a big, big way. You know, people want to give to things that they believe in. If you believe in it, you want to make a gift. And so we like to share that story. I like to call it the hero's journey. We like to share a hero's journey. It's not about statistics. It's not about facts. It's about I was here and I'm trying to get to this new place. And somewhere in the middle was my my. Um, my organization that that came to help me. So it's not about telling people we helped this many people this year. That's not what it's about. It's about showcasing a story and hearing mm-hmm. how they went from this place, had something happen, and now they are working through that and they're in a, they're in a much better space than they could have ever imagined. They could have gone a different direction, but thanks to this organization, we're in a much better place and they changed their life. Mm. So it's like the tipping point, right? Yeah. There's so many books on leadership yeah. about this, but yeah when you can transform a life. Mm-hmm. And it starts with any organization that you're connected to. Mm-hmm. So right now, if if somebody's saying like, hey, I'm getting ready to, to do an event because I think like, hey, we started a nonprofit or I'm connected to a nonprofit, mm-hmm. wh- what would be three tips that you could give them to say from start to finish, you're going to definitely be able to raise the money that you need mm-hmm. or connect to the cause in the right way and, and not really miss out on the goal? Well, um, the first thing I would tell anyone is to get a strategic consultant on your side because, look, we have our finger on the pulse of what's happening. Like, 
auctioneers, they have their finger on the pulse of what's going on. And usually they know what's going to sell well and what isn't. So if you have a strategic, and I know strategic consultants who are not auctioneers Mm -hmm. and they know what's going on too. And it's amazing. It is amazing to see how these events become million dollar events very quickly because they have their finger on the pulse. They know what's going to sell. They know what this audience needs. It's about telling the story. Um, I will also say you need to spend money to make money. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I think a lot of nonprofits, oftentimes, they they tend to think, oh, we're a nonprofit and we should get everything for free. But, you know, there are people who are out there in the world to help make your event better. That goes for sound companies. That goes for, uh, you know, you've got the whole AV. You've got sound and lights. Low lighting can change the room. It can change the feel of any room. Mm-hmm. I've seen gymnasiums transformed into the most beautiful spectacular spaces and I was like wow we're in a gym yep there's a basketball hoop okay but it's it's beautiful but when you get the right people in the room Mm -hmm. they can really help you make that transformation so you have to spend money to make money and then you really have to listen to what the people are telling you (laughs) the folks that you're spending money on um, they they do this day in and day out take their advice listen to what they're saying Do the homework, because really what it comes down to is when you get that homework done, I tell people lots of things to help them reach their goals. And if you do that homework, you'll be successful. You'll absolutely be successful. I see it all the time. When people do the work, they will be successful. But you can't just sit back and go, okay, I hired hired an auctioneer and strategic consultant and magic, go. It doesn't work like that, friends. Mm -hmm. You know, it's it's true. You have to, you have to tap into their expertise, but you have to also go, okay, is that going to work for our audience? And I've been challenged before, been challenged before. And you know what? Sometimes (laughs) people have better ideas than me. It happens from time to time. And I've learned from those and it's been really fun. Well, we've got lots of tricks in our pocket and we usually can, can, save you a lot of time and energy and effort and helping you make those decisions by going, I can see from this group, what we did previously, that didn't work for them. Let's not go down that path. Let's Mm -hmm. avoid that pitfall and go down a different path and make sure that we are going to raise you the most money possible. Hi, this is Melanie Ake. When you visit everydayleaders.com, you'll find valuable resources to become a better leader in your life. Women's leadership programs, including top floor women, our monthly networking events, corporate workshops, and strategic business coaching services. Discover classes and products to develop yourself, including our morning leadership devotionals. Don't forget, order one of my inspirational books, sign up for classes, or pick up some gear in the leader store. Listen to the Everyday Business Leaders podcast, apply to be a guest in our studio, or even sponsor your own commercial advertisement. Contact us today at everydayleaders.com. Talk to us about timing. You know, some people will say you need to have many events or you have one big event. What have you seen? Is, is there a, a science to that or is it just about the organization and the community? Of, okay, so in terms of lots of different events throughout the calendar year? Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, well, that's a that's an interesting question, Melanie. I think, <laughs> I think uh, I'm just really curious yeah, because you yeah. do so many things all across the world. Yeah. And so you're not just like, oh, I just do these kinds of fundraising activities and auctions. You, you get a good perspective. And so what you see is, are you back at the, the same organization many times throughout the year? Or do you kind of go in for the big event and they put a lot of energy into that one event? I think most people do one event. They do one to two events is what I would say. 
that's successful. I mean, I, I talk a lot about the fact that everyone needs to have like 21 touch points with their communities these days to stay relevant, right? Mm -hmm. That's a, that's like an, I was talking to someone and they told me that and I was like, it's 21 now. It used to be seven. It was so much easier, but it's really 21 now. You have to have touch points with the people that you're working with. And, and that's really important for donor cultivation mm -hmm. as well. So I think that's something that people have to keep in mind, but I also think you have to keep in mind your staff. What is their bandwidth? If you're doing an event every single month, that's probably too much because your your staff has to put that together. So you got to be aware, these nonprofits that I work with, they have to be aware very much so of how much staff time they're asking for. It is, it time is money, right? Right, right. <laughs> you're paying those staff members to be there. So if you're doing an event and your staff hours are more than what you're bringing in, it's probably not worth it to do that event. Mm -hmm. It's probably mm -hmm. time to retire that one and consider something different. What I see most often is, I see big live auctions, fundraising auctions. Sometimes they're just an appeal. There are groups that only do an appeal. They just, they, they go for the heart and that's where they stay. They say, we're just going to do an appeal. Um, I do a lot of luncheons too. Luncheons are really fun. And oftentimes there are groups that will do for their major donors. They'll have a major donor event and then they'll do a luncheon for like business leaders, mm -hmm. which is really fun. So business leaders can go in the middle of the day on their lunch break, get an education about a pretty incredible nonprofit, give to that nonprofit, and they do just this big appeal as part of it. And it's so fun. Wow. Mm -hmm. So what are the kinds of things that you see right now that people are saying, like, businesses will step up and say, I want to give this so it can be part of the auction? Mm -hmm. what, are the, what are the kinds of gifts? What are the kinds of companies that are getting involved to kind of partner with organizations right now? You're going to see lots of different ways that companies can get involved. Oftentimes, companies are sponsors of event, right? They get they become a sponsor of an event and they give, they give for the recognition, right? Let's let's talk about what do sponsors want? <laughs> what do sponsors want? Everyone, they want recognition. So let's give them the recognition that they rightfully deserve. And I've seen some really creative ways that people have given that recognition. It's been so fun over the years. I had a group that was a camp group. They were camp like. That was the thing. We're camp. We're going camping. We serve campers. It was great fun. And we set up their their sponsor recognition in the moment of the event. We set it up as a call and response. Like, all right, everyone, I'm going to say the name of, a, of an organization who sponsored this event, and I want you to call it back to me. So we go everyday leaders and they go everyday leaders and we go oh that's great and then we go to the next one artisan auctions artisan auctions it was really fun so we we played into the theme of the event which was this playful camp theme i have another uh a group that is filled with like very talented uh they're it's called fame and i love them and they're filled with artists they're they're amazingly talented artists, musicians, and entertainers, right? Uh, and I love them because uh, several years ago now, it was almost 10 now, whew, uh, <laughs> time flies when you're having fun, right? About 10 years ago, they had um, an incredible, and I mean absolutely incredibly talented executive director. And he came in and they fashioned, you know, it was right around when Frozen came out. So they mm -hmm. took the song, uh, they took the song Let, it, Let go. it Go. That's the one. I was like, I'm thinking of the new name. So they took Let It Go and they changed it to Thank You So. Oh. And so it was so fun. Like they thanked all their sponsors. He re he rewrote it to include all the sponsors wow. in the song. And the next year people gave even more money 
asking for their own verse. <laughs> it was so much wow. fun. But there are things that you can do to be playful mm -hmm. with your sponsors. So I think most of the time businesses come in as sponsors. Occasionally they may have a service that they can offer that is going to be amplifying uh, amplifying the event or amplifying a package within the event. It just depends on what they're doing. But without knowing what specific organization you're thinking of <laughs> off the top of your head, you know, we've seen people do all sorts of stuff. And at our, our ABO auction that we did, we, we tapped into the membership to really mm -hmm. showcase them because we're all about association of women business owners. We wanted the women to be you know, seen at the event and the members to be seen at the event as contributors, not just for their money, but for their services that they have mm -hmm. too. So we, we looked at everyone and said, Hey, what can you offer that we can bundle up in a package? So I know Melanie, you, you gave at that one and Shelly did as well. Yeah, and we a lot were. of our friends came together mm -hmm. in like a business bundle right there. It was fun. It was awesome. And you know, if people don't know about ABO, I just want to give a little plug Please. right now because the Association for Women Business Owners out of Lafayette, Indiana, this is an amazing organization. Mm -hmm. And this gala that we have, this event in December is going to be benefiting through the gate. Mm -hmm. uh, an organization that's close to my heart. We're doing a lot of work with them, and I just love what they stand for. Mm -hmm. And we have a big goal this year, right? They, they have a huge goal this yeah. year. <laughs> <laughs> so last year we raised, what, $49,000? Uh, well, $40,000? 40, like, gross, we raised over 60000 Wow. But we had some expenses that, you know, you have catering yeah. and things like that. Oh, yeah. there, let's be honest. There are expenses that are in that. So we raised 60000 last year, um, and we were able to give our beneficiary $46,000, wow. which they had never seen a gift that big single gift that big from any any avenue which was a big deal and mm -hmm. they were able to hire on another person another staff member which was a huge deal they needed another staff member to help serve their their uh base and it was really important that we had that staff member you know available for them so mm -hmm. i think it's really important that um you know I, I hope this year that we're able to do the same or more i know the goal this year is is at seventy five thousand. it was it was fifty thousand last year <laughs> we were like oh my goodness we're gonna go 75 that's great we so can do it yeah i think it can happen too i think it just you know you have to get the right people in the room mm -hmm. you've got to get people in the room that love the organization and love the work as well as have some capacity. Mm -hmm. <laughs> you want both of those things to be um, be present at your event. I mean, look, you can get a whole room filled with millionaires, but you could be in trouble there too, right? Like they may not give if they aren't connected to the organization. That's so right. it's, it's not just a, you know, get people in the room and it's all going to work out. You have to be strategic in that too. Mm. There's strategy, everyone. There strategy. strategy, strategy, strategy. All right. So let's talk about what's happening today okay. because there's something that just happened and I wanted to, sh to share this with you because, all right, are you ready? <laughs> so Kelly's really expensive if you want to hire her for her ideas. And it's great that she had time to come in for this podcast. However, she put all of her ideas, tips, and tricks into this book. I did. Congratulations! Thank you. I'm this very is excited. awesome. It's available on Amazon yeah. right now. Yeah, it is. So <laughs> it is available. I love this. So yeah. the book on fundraising auctions, hitting the benefit auction jackpot for your next gala. Yeah. This is awesome. It's got all of your secrets in here. It's got a lot of them. I could <laughs> I, if I put all of them in there, we would have a brick that we're carrying around. But what I did so do is great. I I put the ideas and I put the tips and tricks in there to help you be successful, whether it's your first gala, your second, your third, your fourth. I mean, you could be doing this for a long time. I've been doing this for 20 years. So I took 
all the pieces to make a gala successful. And I put them in this book <laughs> and I said, it's, it's, it's an act of service in and of itself, because really what it is, is it's about how to set up your event in the framework that I use most often, which is, I like to call the jackpot express system. It's very fun. <laughs> I think of it like, I liken it to like a mountain and a train ride up a luxury mountain. And it's because, you know, there's so much going on and it is, it's like climbing a mountain when you're going to put on an event and producing an event. Mm -hmm. It is, it is really, truly like, let's lean into the metaphor. So we added a train to it cause <laughs> I wanted to like give it some fun, flashy <laughs> flair. But the idea is here's how you need to set everything up so that you can be successful at your event. We talk about how to get through check-in and check-out. We talk about how to set up your silent auction for success. If you're going to do a silent auction, how many items do you need in a live auction? We talk about that oh so important jackpot that I'm referring to, which is that pot of gold at the end of the rainbow when you connect people to the heart of your work. That's when you get the most money. And honestly, I think that's probably the biggest takeaway in here. But I also talk to you about like how do you procure items? How do you procure gifts? Mm. How do you how do you get your board on board? There's a lot of pieces in here mm -hmm. that I think are good nuggets for people who are really looking to to find to find um, additional ways to fundraise, but are looking to just like shave a little bit of the learning curve off. Let me take five years off of your learning or curve. Or 15 years. Or 15 or 20, you know, do I hear 30? Uh, sorry, I couldn't, I couldn't resist. <laughs> well, it's great because here, I'm gonna read these chapters. Let's go raise some money. Three secrets to raising record-breaking revenue. Mm -hmm. Now, I want to I want to just go back to last year. So when we were at ABO, uh -huh. and the room was crazy. Like, the energy that you bring when you're up on stage. And, and you guys, you have to go to one of Kelly's events because <laughs> this is, it's amazing. They're fun. I, well, here's the thing. Uh, I have to say this because I think it's really important. It's fun for me. I have a great time. I, have a, I, I do the whole auction chant. It's good, right? But really what it is is I feel... I'm fueled by the audience. <laughs> I'm fueled by the audience. The audience feeds off of me. It is a it is a cycle and we have so much fun, right? Mm -hmm. So when the audience is getting into it and having a great time, I'm having a great time too. And that's that's what's important. So mm -hmm. um, it's important for me that the audience is invested in the work and then for me, I need to make it fun for them to bid on these items. So that's, that's why, yeah, that's why I, I like, and look, I like to have fun. I don't want to go to something that's boring. So oh my I, I have a great delight in presenting and producing events that are fun and exciting and engaging. Well, here's the thing, right? So we've talked about so many things, but I think what you bring, which what I see and what I love having you here is because educating people about, it's not just to put an mm -hmm. event on the calendar. Right. And yes, you have to do it. And yes, you can raise, you can get some great things. You can get a football signed by the Colts. But if you don't have the right strategy, if you don't have the right person in the room to help you deliver that, right. you can get a whole different outcome. Mm -hmm. Like we could have raised $10,000 maybe at ABBA last year, mm -hmm. but with you, we raised over sixty. That's what I think is amazing. Well, and it it's all in the strategy. And the strategy starts at the very beginning. Like we, have, we had a strategy session before our event to talk to like a demographic, which was the people that were going to come to the event. We said, what do you want to bid on? What would you like to see at this event? Mm -hmm. And they told us what they wanted. So we're already ahead of the curve by doing a little donor detective work and saying, what would you like to see at this event? You tell us what you want to see. We go out and we procure it. And guess what? 
you bid on it. Right. Because <laughs> you're excited about it. And it's not as hard, right? Because right. when you're asking for those donations, it's like people really want this. And we want to invite you to participate, right? right? So and come and enjoy it. It's easier to ask when you know what people want to bid on because then you have, you're doing, it's all about strategy. Strategy. <laughs> I can't say strategy enough. It's all about strategy. So if you go and ask folks, what is it that you would bid on? Like, okay, so maybe you're going on vacation this year. Where would you like to go to vacation, Melanie? Mm-hmm. Would you? Hawaii. I okay. want to go to Maui. Great. I really do want to go back to Maui. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I, I would love to go to Maui yeah. too. And yeah. you know, they're right there. We got two people already interested so we can have an auction, right? Mm-hmm. So if you get a cross section of your donors and the folks who are coming, your attendees, I should say, that are going to be bidding on these items, you can know what to go get. You can go out and get that wonderful package for a trip to Maui for a week and you can be really strategic. And now all of a sudden you've got a package that you know is going to sell really well at your event versus like casting a net out and about everywhere (laughs) and hoping, did I get someone that something that people want? You don't want to do that. You want it early and tell them start saving your money because we're going to have this item for you, right? That's another great tip too, because I I do that all the time. I I have folks that are schools that are, you know, schools, nonprofits, all sorts of people that have like a corner of their newsletter that says, it's the auction corner. (laughs) If you save $300 a month from now until our event, you'll have, you know, you'll have maybe if it's 10 months out, you'll have $3,000 to spend. And all of a sudden you're like, I can play on one of those incredible packages in that live auction. So Work with the financial consultant Maybe you can make some more interest on that. <laughs> yes. Then we're, we're getting we're getting into, there into you go. super strategy here. I like it. Oh, my gosh. I love you. Thank you so much. I mean, just coming in and spending the time with us. And I've been watching you for the last few years, and I love what you do. And I think, gosh, I want to have a nonprofit that I can bring you to and say, let's raise $100,000 for a cause that's important to me. Yeah. And I everybody that I see, I go, you need to know Kelly Russell because you are the auctioneer that they need to have in their organization. Yeah, absolutely. That's very kind of you. I have fun. It's what it's about. It's about having fun with a lot of great people. So I enjoy it and I'm glad you do too. You're a blast. You're a blast. So how can we find you? What's the best way for us to reach out and and book you? I am all over the place. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, I am on artisanauctions.com. That's the best place to find me. Uh, You can fill out the contact us page that's there. Just go, there's a little orange button in the upper corner and click it. It's a little arrow. It'll take you right to the contact page and you can get started there making a a connection and I I monitor all those that come in and I talk to those folks we do discovery calls we make sure that we can figure out how we're going to be able to work well together so that's what I do there uh we have a book um tab on there as well you can order the book there or you can just go direct to Amazon too I'm also all over social media I spend most of my time on Facebook LinkedIn and Instagram so you can follow us on any of those it's at artisan auctions for both Facebook and LinkedIn or for Instagram it's at artisan underscore auctions (laughs) we got a little extra line in there it's good it's a little extra push right? a little extra bump yeah I like it. it love it Thank you. My pleasure. Thank you for coming in. Thank you for being a business leader. Thank you for giving us ideas on how we can elevate our businesses, how we can get involved in all the organizations in our communities to really do some impact. Thank you. Thank you for having me. And I'll tell you, if you see me at an event, all you have to do is put your card up in the air. (laughs) I will take care of you. I promise. Call your number. (laughs) I'll take care of you. I promise. I'll make sure I I get you that item that you want. That's awesome. (laughs) Thank you, Kelly. It's my pleasure. 
Thank you, everyday business leaders, for following us today. We talk about strategy all the time, and now you have a few strategies to talk about what you can do to make your auction the best benefit for your community. Remember, it's not what you do in a day. It's what you do every day that makes the most impact. Thank you so much, Kelly, for visiting us today, and we're really excited about watching your business. So please come back and be a friend of the show. Absolutely. Anytime. Great. Thank you. Have a great evening, everybody. Oh,